Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast, Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices on my show to make everybody anonymous. You could change your name. You could call me from a phony email, phony number. I don't care. I don't even need to know who you are. I just want to hear your true story. If you want to be on the show, go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Now, if you have just a little confession that you want to leave, leave you could do that on my private confessions line you could call that 24 7 the number is 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 you could call that like i said i think 24 7 you have four minutes to leave a message make sure you're in a quiet place and you speak clearly all of those anonymous confessions are aired on my patreon now my patreon is a really great place because for just five dollars a month you're going to get all the anonymous confessions. There's hundreds of them. You're also going to get all the anonymous pics of all of my guests. Basically, every single girl except maybe one in the past three years have sent me in anonymous pics of them. They're R-rated, but they're sexy pics. You're going to get a pic of my caller today. Oh, you also get early and ad-free episodes. But the best part of my Patreon nowadays is you get free access to my private Discord. Now, you only can get in my Discord if you're a member of my Patreon and that's where people get X-rated. There's over 1,500 people, I think, now on my Discord. It's $5 a month on my Patreon. You could cancel it at any time. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now, if you're driving or you're listening and you didn't take down any of that information I just said, don't worry about it. It's all in the description. Now, today I do have on Stacy. Stacy's a young girl. She's 29, 30 years old, and she called and left me a confessions line. She was at a point in her life that she's not at right now when she called in. Things changed a little bit, but she was at the point where she had just broken up with her guy and she was going to start going to hotel takeover solo because, you know, before she broke up with her guy and was going to hotel takeovers solo. She got her guy into doing it. She's a young girl. She's 29. She's dating a young guy. She started dating a young guy when she was 29. He was only 22. Okay. And she got him into the lifestyle. Okay. Like they started talking about it. She goes through the whole story. It's super interesting. And uh, because they're newbies and they're such newbies and they, and they've only had two experiences that she talks about, but they're so great to hear. And I think you could learn a lot from her stories. Uh, she does talk about how she brought it up to her guy, how he felt about it, where they first dipped their toe into the water, which was at a swingers club. She talks all about what they did that first time. It's kind of a hilarious story. She's really funny to me. I mean, I really enjoy talking to her. This whole episode is super enjoyable and entertaining. They did discuss some rules and regulations, what she was looking for. It was very specific. She wants to like F guys who are married to other women, not even when the women are there. And she wants her guy to fuck girls and tell her all about it, but she doesn't want to be there. She's not into women at all. She's not into guys who are single. She's into married men. 
But only if the wife knows. She's not into guys who are cheating. It's very specific, a kink and fetish thing that she had. Told her boyfriend about it. First, they went to a strip club. She talks about that experience, what went down. And then she talks about their first time going to a swingers club. It's fucking a hilarious story. They were total newbies going in. They remained newbies coming out. (laughs) But the story doesn't disappoint. It's super interesting. She talks about exactly like what went down and how they experienced it. Her guy's super young, right? So he was like more shy than she was. She could t- took control of that situation. And then she talks about the next time what they did. The next time they dipped their toe in the lifestyle, they wound up going to a hotel takeover. She talks about the website where they found that, how they got into it. They learned more about the lifestyle and then went to this hotel takeover. It had a really funny theme. She got dressed up. It was her birthday. And they had an experience that time with a girl. That whole experience is hilarious. They also met another couple that experience is hilarious. The whole thing, like I said, is just entertaining. She's very entertaining. Her stories are super interesting. They did have a threesome that night at the hotel takeover with a girl. And she's not into girls. But she talks exactly about, like, you know, exactly what went down with her and her guy. And then the other couple that they met, the guy turned out to be bi, so they weren't really into him. Then we get into her relationship with her guy, how she broke up with him and she wanted to fuck the world and go and live out all her sexual fantasies because this was a girl that never really had these fantasies before. She claims I changed her, okay? She blames it all on me. I'm <laughs> kidding. Listening to my podcast made her realize, oh, I want to do this, this, and that. And then she like broke up with her guy. She talks about why she broke up with her guy at one point, which is kind of hilarious. And she dumped him and she wanted to go and experience the, the lifestyle on her own, solo. She wanted to like fuck the world and she was ready to go to her own hotel takeover by herself. That's when she called me. By the time she booked her call and called in, which was today, he had gotten back with her. He wooed her back his way and she is back with him. They're about to get married. There's a lot of marriage advice at the end and some good information. The whole episode is super interesting. Uh, Like I said, even though they're newbies and there's not so much, so much action involved in this episode. There's a lot of laughing. There's a lot of good information I think on it and she really is interesting and tells a good story and she's fun and she sent me pics for my Patreon you could go over there to see them but I'm gonna be right back on with Stacy. this is the Strictly Anonymous podcast hi Stacy. welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast how are you today good how are you I'm good. So, Stacy, you had like a fantasy that you wanted to fuck other people's boyfriends, husbands. I mean, and you're with the guy and we're going to talk about that. But I mean, w- is it very specific like you want to fuck guys that are with other people or, or just fuck other guys? So I feel like I've always kind of been into that because like I've never dated. I've never stolen somebody's boyfriend or anything like that. But like I do, because I am in a secure relationship, so I feel like if a guy's in a secure marriage, then he's not like going to be worried about me and it could just be like a quick fling. And I feel, I don't know why I get some sort of like something from it, because if like the wife was to give him permission, then like I feel like he's so lucky or something. So you don't want him to be cheating on his wife with you. You want her yeah, to Yeah, exactly. But you do, it's like very specific. It's like you don't want him to be cheating, but you want him to have someone else and and you want to fuck him though. Yeah. While you're with somebody else. Yeah. With my permission given as well. (laughs) Well, your boyfriend's permission given. 
Yeah. Okay, so did you start fantasizing this because you saw it in porn or something? Do you know why this came about? Do you have any clues? It's very specific. I know. Well, I think it's because we did start to kind of dabble into the world. So this started when you got into the lifestyle? uh, Yes, but I feel like I started to get into the world in the first place because, well, I grew up very prudish and very like a tease. I wasn't really like that sexual or anything. And then maybe two or maybe like 2020, I found your podcast and then I just started listening to it. And I was like, so shocked. I was just like, I can't believe people are like doing this. So I think that that kind of started me being a little bit more open. Oh my God, Stacey, and, you're blaming it on me. <laughs> yes, I'm 100% blaming oh, it yeah, on you. Oh yeah, that's what a prude girl does. <laughs> it's got to yeah, be somebody else's fault. <laughs> it has to be. It can't be mine. I'm too, I'm, I'm a good girl. <laughs> yeah, you're pure like the driven snow <laughs> until I exactly. ran over you with all my episodes and put dirty thoughts in your mind. But that can happen. So you start listening to these kinds of things. I mean, you sound super young, right? How old are you? Right now, I'm 29. So when did you when did all this start happening? A couple of years ago or recent? So it was a couple of years ago. So I met my boyfriend when I was 27, and he was 22. So it was kind of like a boy toy kind of situation. And I feel like I was going to teach him everything. <laughs> and so we in our relationship, I was I told him you're a young guy, so like it would make sense if you if we're going to be together forever that if you would like other women like I wouldn't fault you for having those thoughts and so then I was like you know if you would want we can try to go one of to to one of these like swinger clubs but first of all my boyfriend was very sheltered or he wasn't very that sexually out there anyway Uh, he was 22 dude you're robbing the cradle okay he's a young boy (laughs) (laughs) I know I know I took him to like his first strip club and everything like I oh my god yeah the prude the prude the girl who calls herself a prude (laughs) can I ask you a question before him had you had sex yeah 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 of course course. okay 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 I didn't know I don't know you were like painting a picture of yourself um all right but you offered up the open relationships to this guy because you just started listening to what other people were doing and you started to open your mind to different possibilities exactly and that's your podcast (laughs) (laughs) okay so wait when you bring it up to your guy this 22 year old dude who probably wasn't listening to the podcast what how did he react sorry how did he react well, you know, at first he was just uh, like, wow, okay, yeah, definitely. I mean, sure, I wouldn't mind it because, you know, I'm basically giving him like a hall pass or just, you know, basically giving him the fact that I'm not going to kill him if he cheats on me or something like that. Did you tell him at that point that you wanted to be with other people? Well, yes and no. I told him that if he really wanted to explore this, I would allow him, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be stupid. If you get one, I get one too. I don't like girls. So I don't need, I'm not going to fake that. I'm like bisexual just to like, I like men. So if you get one, I'm going to get one. And that was basically what we like kind of ended it as. And he basically said, okay, if you ever do do something with a guy, like if I've, if I've done something, then you can as well, but I don't want to hear about it. And, and what like, about you? Did you me. want to hear about his excursions? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I think I'm a cuck because I'm like, I kind of <laughs> always want to be there. <laughs> but I don't even want to like, I don't even want to be involved. But even if I'm not there, I want to know everything. Interesting. Okay, so you bring it up. He's this young guy. You're teaching him all these ways. You have these little rules on the table. Now, is your first step into this like you go to a swingers club? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so for first we went to the strip club. So... <laughs> 
first of all, strip clubs are so expensive. It's just so much money. <laughs> so we basically took maybe 200 or like $250 out in like ones. And then, <laughs> and we went at 9 p.m. because we're both like old people, like in our souls. Uh-huh. Like we literally uh-huh. go to the museum and the, the zoo for fun. So we went at 9 p.m. and there was like probably three strippers and some weird guys. And my thing is, this is why I'm so bad with women, is that I just start talking to them and become their friends. And I was just like chilling with her and having conversations. And my boyfriend's like, can we be here for what we're here for? And I was like, okay, yeah, girl, dance. And then they went to the room at one point. And then he got a lap dance from her. And they said that I couldn't go in there unless I paid an extra $100. And I didn't really care for the lap dance. So I just kind of let him do his thing. And then, yeah, no, it was fun. And then I kind of like told him about there's these swingers clubs and and we should go to one one night and let's see what's there. Because it sounds interesting. Because we honestly were... We had no idea where is there going to be like just sex out and just everywhere. Like we just wanted to see it, honestly. So we went to um, this club and it was it was pretty cool. So but wait, before you go there, do you discuss what you guys are going to do? Like, were you going to go and just check out the scene? Were you going to go and hook up with couples? Were you going to go and have sex with other people? Did you know? Did you talk about it? Yeah, so we kind of discussed like one that we really wanted to see and just kind of see what's there. And I did say that if we did meet a couple and he was into the girl and I was into the guy, we could do something. We really didn't have a solid game plan, but it's funny because we we went there. And again, I did what I usually do is I just start drinking and start like becoming basically called it like a feminazi to women. And I'm just like, yeah, he should pay your bills. He should do this. And I'm just like talking to these girls as like friends. And and then the guys are just kind of there standing there. And so we're just chit chatting and then we just don't end up fucking because uh, one I don't think that you can even approach like that after that day I definitely went and started like watching videos of how you're supposed to actually approach women because I literally do not know how to do that so yeah I think that I just kind of was like so at the end of like me just like talking and ranting and like girl talking with this girl so I'm like so do you want to fuck and she just laughed Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. And oh I was like, oh, God. I think I have, I know. <laughs> I well, like, well, I paint no the picture of what the swingers club was like. Did it meet your expectations? Was it totally different? What did you expect and what did you see? So when you first walked in, I expected to see like just people having sex everywhere, but it really wasn't like that. It was actually just kind of like a club atmosphere. And then they had these like rooms at the back where people were fucking, but I didn't even make it there or see that place because How I started come? getting... 
because I started getting drunk and, and drinking and just mingling with people because that's like my favorite thing to do anyways. So I really was like just blinders on and just like mingling. And it actually made me feel like, wow, I can't believe I've ever paid before when I was single to go to a club when I could just go to one of these clubs and I get so much attention. I get so much free drinks and I can do like it was so much fun. So you liked it. And what were the people like? I mean, because you're pretty young and your guys young. Were they is was it an older crowd? What were the demographics? Uh, so the crowd was kind of mixed. There were it was kind of like twenty. Uh, I wouldn't say like 30s to like 40s there were, and maybe some, yeah, 30s to 40s. Honestly, they were pretty decently like around my age and they were really like, they're good looking people. But I think that they were also kind of like shocked by me and my boyfriend a little bit because one, my boyfriend's very quiet and doesn't talk that much. And me, I'm like super bubbly and having these like conversations. And I feel like it was weird because I feel like they were kind of looking for like me to be like, hey, so this is what I'm into. This is what I like. But really, I'm like, oh, tell me about your childhood. What's your sign? I'm just like trying to like, get to know them or be their friends. And I think that that was kind of off putting. Because they're just kind of like, what's wrong with this girl? Yeah, No, but I also know because probably a lot of those people were not newbies like you guys. I do know that a lot of times couples that have been in the lifestyle for a long time, they kind of shy away from newbies because they're of the mm. kinds of experiences they sometimes have with them. So it was probably super obvious that you guys had never been before. And that's probably <laughs> the, was a big red flag on your forehead while you were just talking away, half cocked out of your mind, drunk, and your guy is just sitting there with not yeah. talking. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, and I definitely kept leading with that. I'm like, it's my first time. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you could have just like, brought a red flag with you and waved it as you walked through the cloud, crowd. <laughs> literally. Oh literally. my god, that's and awesome. Yeah, I did that every time. <laughs> but wait, so now because your guy's super quiet, he wasn't like, "Hey, babe, shut the fuck up. Let's go in the back and watch people fuck." Like nothing of that went down. He just took your lead, and because you didn't even think to go back there, you guys never did. Yes. Well, I didn't even notice it until the next morning when we were talking about like our experience or whatever. And he was like, hey, do you know that when you were talking to this girl, like I was literally talking to a girl and like some other guys getting eating some other girl's pussy like right next to you. And I'm like, I didn't even see it. Oh, so there was some sex going on. Your guy saw it. You did it. Yes. Yeah. It was just tunnel vision. Just jabber jaw chit chatting away. Yeah. I can't (laughs) stop talking. It's kind of a. I'm working on it. <laughs> no, no, no. I get it. Listen, I, I, I'm i a talker too. And sometimes if I'm nervous, I'll over talk because you're like, mm-hmm. it's your way. It's what you do and it's what you're comfortable with. So if you're uncomfortable, you kind of talk more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Definitely. I think it's like, right. It might be your thing too. Okay. So you guys go home. Now, did it kind of like when you got home, did it like add to your horniness at all? Because you had been in that atmosphere, you kind of dipped your toe in. Did you have any kind of good sex or was it just like a regular experience? What's funny, I, since I did listen to your podcast a lot, I was always like, after any of these experiences, let's go home and fuck because it's going to be like so much better. Yeah. But I really think we're like two 80 year old people in the <laughs> in young people bodies because every <laughs> single time we knock out immediately. Oh and we're God, just like, well, I'm hilarious. pooped. Yeah. yeah, yeah I we, love liter- that. we literally just go straight to bed. Like it, even in, yeah, like it's actually so. That is so yeah. funny. All right. So it didn't add to your sex life or anything. And then now I know you go again, correct? 
Yes. So, well, okay. So after we went to the swingers club, I basically talked to my boyfriend and he basically said that, you know, I have no game of getting girls and like, (laughs) I'm completely doing everything wrong. I need to learn how to speak to women. And he basically said something along the lines of like, oh, you're like building a burger and you don't know how to build the burger because you just start talking and put the patty down. Then you're like, let's fuck. And the girl doesn't even know you. And it's just weird. So then I started to do like more research. I started to look online and whatnot. And then I found this like YouTube couple and they were saying to go to this website and that's how you find all these things and blah, blah, blah. So I I joined this swingers website called like Cassidy, I think. So I, I joined that and like, I have to go back there and delete it to be honest, because it's just like a picture of me and my boyfriend just smiling, just like two freaking nerds. Like not even a hot pick. (laughs) Yeah. I got nothing from that. (laughs) But did you learn anything? I did because I guess that they will send you these hotel takeovers that people were talking about in these YouTube videos. They'll send you that to your messages, which is so convenient. So they send this hotel takeover and I was like, hey, babe, this is a thing. You go to these hotel rooms, they take over a whole floor and then there's things happening in all the rooms. Like, let's definitely do this. And the hotel takeover that we went to was actually um, like prom themed. And it was my birthday. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. It was so much fun. I, oh, my God. It was, it was the best time ever. But, uh, yeah, so I wore this, like, cute, beautiful, like, prom dress. And he wore, like, this cute, like, suitish kind of thing. And so we went. And it, it was honestly so much fun. Well, first thing that I did was, so I was really nervous about this situation. So I didn't want to buy a room on the same floor because I was nervous. To, I don't know if I was going to like it. So, so we come down. Wait, hold on one second. Quick question. Sure. I'm going to get the whole story. Don't worry about it. Sure. People hate when I interrupt, but I don't forget where I fucking am. Okay. Um, I mm-hmm. want to know what was your game plan going into this hotel takeover? Had you learned how to pick up a chick? Did your guy say, Hey, I'll open my mouth and try and talk now too. I mean, like, did you guys have a better game plan than the first time? Uh, yes. So I told him one to uh, talk more. <laughs> but And I also told him too, like, it's obvious that you kind of are a little bit jealous if a guy's talking to you. So maybe me, me hooking up with a guy is not something that you want to see or be necessarily around, which I can totally understand. So let's just make this a, maybe try to have a threesome or just make it about you because like I can cash in my coin at any point. Right. And, and you were and you knew that you had no jealousy that would come up around seeing him with anyone. So you're like, let him go first. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's good, especially because you said, oh, he seems jealous. I mean, that's like a big red flag right there. You definitely don't want to do anything if he has that going on. You know what I mean? At all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and so when I went there, oh, my gosh, I mean, he had a lot of reasons to be jealous because we were a young couple, a lot of the people there were like married old, uh, older couples, which is fine. I mean, there's there's people who had way better bodies than me, all these very gorgeous people. But like a lot of the guys were kind of like, I don't know if they could see, smell newbie, but they were just like, yeah, let's like Well, no, they line. smelled your ovaries, your eggs and your ovaries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were definitely beelining. You're young, um, guys like young girls. <laughs> yes, definitely. And honestly, um... 
not to give too much information for myself, but I'm kind of like a light-skinned black girl, and they're all like white, so I think there was kind of like the novelty of that too. Oh yeah, I have probably, like a big fat ass, sure. and I looked I looked really good that day. It was my birthday, so you already know I came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so paint the picture. So you're light-skinned black girl. You got a big, nice ass. You have a tiny, like little waist, like super shapey. Yes, a super shapey. I don't have a tiny waist. I mean, I, I do like proportion to my body, but I am uh, on the thicker side. I have like big double D's. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everything goes together good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And honestly, it was my birthday. So the dress was just perfect. It. I mean, I, I just I took pictures and I was just like, oh, my God, I look so good. <laughs> I don't know. But like, how did those old people look in their prom outfits? That's like a dumb theme. I'd be horrified at my age to put on like I, a prom dress. <laughs> What's funny, a lot of them didn't even really do it. Of they course. kind of just were just dressed in like lingerie. I was the only person who was like, oh no, it looks like I came to prom. Like I had a fake tiara. Yeah, you can. Like, a girl in her 20s could just could rock that and look cool. But a woman in her 40s or 50s is going to look like an d- asshole. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I think that's why none of them really did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were wearing hot lingerie and you were rocking your great dress because it's your birthday and you were like totally into it. Yes, exactly. And I kept telling everybody, it's my birthday. Uh." Oh, my God. I love it. And you were getting a lot of attention. Yes. So, well, okay. So the first two couples that came up to me, we're just like walking in the hallway. And first of all, I can't lie to you. I'm just like, why did I not do any of these things when I was younger? Because I had a cousin that actually did kind of like go to the club, the swingers club and stuff. And I thought she was crazy. But like, I love it's so much attention. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I like, it just makes me I I don't know, I was just addicted to the attention a little bit. I was like, oh, my gosh, wow, I'm so flattered. (laughs) It's funny that your cousin admitted that to you. You, It's a female cousin of yours, I told you. Yes, yes, she was she's a little bit of she's that girl. She definitely did that. She now is living her best life with her old sugar daddy and has his kids and is living like on his land and is like, rich so she's just happy and and doing her own thing (laughs) when you're like oh my god now I know why she loved it yes oh my gosh and and I should have been doing this when I was single what the hell is wrong with me I literally was single for five years doing nothing but watching Netflix and (laughs) getting fat oh my god you're so funny (laughs) I can't I can't even believe it like I had so many years that I could have done this. And now I'm in this relationship where we're definitely going to get married. And he's going to propose to me in a month. I strong-armed him into finding out the date and everything. And I'm just like, damn, if I only had two months, I could have just been a complete whore with no... (laughs) Oh my God, you're so fucking funny. (laughs) But I know that there's a breakup after this fucking hotel takeover. So let's get back to the hotel takeover. So you're there, you're looking fine. People are like giving you a lot of attention. Are they giving your guy a lot of attention too? And is he more talkative this time? Well, see, okay, so the two couples that first came up to us, I guess they were together and they were, they switched in between themselves. So one of the guys I wasn't really attracted to, but one of the guys I was like, well, I could do something if I really wanted to. But my boyfriend didn't like any of the wives, like he wasn't like into it and I could tell. So I was just kind of like, oh, this is about him anyway. So let's just kind of slowly get out of this situation. So we so we talked to them for a bit and then we were walking down the hallway and then there's like this like she's probably like in her 30s, but she like literally had the best body ever. I could not believe it. And she was just like, hey, uh, you guys want to fuck something like that? I was just like, Jesus, she's you. She's you. She's 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 not layering the burger. She's she's just fucking getting right to it. She's your kind of girl. (laughs) I know. I swear to God, I was like, I didn't even know what to do. So I was just like, yeah, yeah. 
Sure. So we went upstairs to our hotel room. She had this like huge duffel bag full of like things. So she, um, the, when she went through, when, when I met her in the hallway, she was like, Hey, do you guys want to fuck? And I was just like, Oh, um, that that's quick. You don't even know me. I could be a serial killer. <laughs> and then she was like, Oh, uh, well, I've been arrested before. And I was just like, for what? And she was like, if you fuck me, we'll find out. And I was like, okay. What the fuck does I was that like, mean? I, I have no idea. So I'm just like, okay. So I tell him, I look at my boyfriend like, hey, this is it. Get ready. <laughs> oh my God. Young and dumb. Okay. Because this girl says I've been arrested before. And after you fuck me, you're going to find out why. I would be like running for the hills as an old lady because I would hear she's going to kill me. And you're like, oh yeah, let's go fuck her. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? She's gorgeous. She has a great body. <laughs> and yeah. this is my, she's asking for a threesome. I mean, yeah, I, must yeah, have I love it. This is what's great about being young. Like I said, young and dumb. Like when you get old, you like think things through a little bit more. <laughs> That's like the bad thing about being old. This is the fun thing about being young. Okay. So anyway, go mm-hmm. back to your story. Yes. And, but what what's crazy about it is that, okay, so I could tell right away she was not even talking to my boyfriend. She wasn't even looking at him. She just wanted to fuck me. And that's very intimidating because, I, like I said, I'm not into girls. So I was just kind of like, okay, I guess I'm just going to set it up for my boyfriend. But also, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what to, to, to give you because she was, like, completely ignoring my boyfriend, right? So we get to the room. And honestly, I don't know how to have sex with two people. So I'm like, so I just started sucking her nipples. She had like these hard fake tits. Oh my gosh. I was, it was just so random. Uh-huh. And I just did not know what to do. And like my man's just like standing there and he kind of doesn't even know what to do. And then she, she kissed him, but you could tell she just wasn't really into it. Like, there was like a really weird thing about this girl where she kind of was like glazed over eyes and just not really present. Yeah. Not really present. Not yeah, that's really not showing hot. any emotional yes and it was not hot at all my boyfriend he is a tourist and he's a very sensual like he, he wants to go to kind of be like enthusiastic to be there so it did not work out like how far do you go with her okay so oh my gosh so so she basically can tell that she kind of has to take the reins here because we don't know <laughs> what we're doing so she goes lay on the bed and i'll like eat you out and then like your man could like fuck me from the back so we're like okay cool so personally for me, like I said, I'm not really into women. So it really was doing absolutely nothing for me while she was like eating my pussy like a zombie anyways. <laughs> um, so like, so I'm just like, so I kept like looking at my boyfriend like, hey, you good? Like putting up the thumbs up, like you good? But he couldn't get hard. He couldn't get hard? He couldn't get hard. Yeah, I know. Oh my God, to fuck her? No, he couldn't. I know. And I was just like, God damn, hurry the frick up because like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do here. I'm like faking, I'm like literally faking it. And you know, a girl can tell when a girl's faking it. Let's be real. So it's just kind of like, bro, this is for you. You're on the world stage right now. Like literally <laughs> you have one job, but I get, I like get it. Cause I know my boyfriend and it was because like, she was just like, je- like not into him and she wasn't really giving him anything. So he, I mean, he's, he's not just going to get turned on by a naked body, especially like a young guy. Cause they've seen tits like so many times they've seen everything. So I feel like uh, he has to get, hard because of a girl that wants to fuck him yeah for sure for him it wasn't working and listen in the lifestyle i've heard of that happening it's not like a totally uncommon Hmm. thing there was a lot of reasons why your guy couldn't get hard Mm -hmm. i know so the girl kind of notices at this point and then she was just like oh then she takes that wand from her bag of tricks if i in (laughs) retrospect if there was like maybe like a like a strap on or something then that would have been so much fun but you know she had that like huge wand vibrator and she was just like basically make me come and I was like girl I got you 
And <laughs> so I just kind of used that. And then she came. And then I swear to God, it was like not post nut clarity, but it was kind of like after that happened, it was kind of like we're all just standing around like, so, so what, what, what did you get arrested for? <laughs> and did she tell you? I'm dying to know. Uh, yes. Yeah, so apparently she used to do hard drugs and, and she got arrested for having meth. And so I'm just like, how is meth? Is it as, is it just like Adderall? How long did you do meth? Did you have your kid on meth? And I'm just like going into this whole conversation and like I'm talking about her son and how he got in trouble at school today. We're all just naked. My boyfriend's just standing there. And we're just like literally having this like 30 minute conversation. And then I was kind of like just about her life and just, and I told her that she has like a great body and like, how'd you do it? And she was like, it was because I was meth skinny my whole life. And then I just got fake tits. And we're just like, like <laughs> bonding, whatever. And this is the only time in the whole day that she's like a little bit animated so I'm thinking in my head I'm just like I wonder if you're like having sex now because you need something to like I don't know I don't know so it was very weird but so then I say to her hey I have two beds in here and I don't know if you got a room here but just because I'm a girl's girl at the end of the day you can like sleep here tonight if you don't have anywhere else to sleep in, I don't want to, you to be forced to sleep in some guy's room that is, is weird or anything like that and she was like oh you're so nice whatever and then I was like, do you want to go back to the party? Because I'm like, my, my social battery has not ended. I'm like, I want to go back and continue to party. So we go back to the party. And then, okay, so then we meet this other couple. And then now this guy is like super duper into me. But he's bi and he's kind of into my man, which does, I mean, he just was kind of like, I think that threw him through a fucking loop. Because he was just like. I've, I've never, cause I always tell him, my, my boyfriend has a really fat ass. He's Puerto Rican. And I always tell him like, you would do so well if you're gay. Guys love him because not only is he super masculine and super that guy, but he also has this beautiful ass. It's just, a it's bubble butt. <laughs> yes, it's a bubble butt. And it's perfectly shaped and everything. Cause he works out and does a lot of squats and whatever. Yeah. That's all gay men. Gay men have the best fucking asses. They take care of it. They like look good. Mm -hmm. I'm an ass girl. I notice everyone's ass walking around the street and. A me lot of guys too. have not a good ass, okay? But most of the time when I, I see a nice ass in New York, it's on a really fit gay man. They just take care of themselves. Like you said, They a lot of regular men just do weights on the top. They don't take care of their legs and their butt. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's funny because even at my job, one of my gay coworkers was like, damn, your boyfriend has a fat ass. And I was like, <laughs> I tell him this every day. Oh my and God, I really wait, how did that guy say cop to you guys that he was by he just put it out there straight up right in the beginning when you met him well no actually so okay so we go and and honestly the guy was decent looking to me I could have done it and and I'm not worried about the vibe but like I said it was kind of for my boyfriend anyways and and I was at this point I didn't think that we were gonna fuck anybody so, but his girlfriend or his wife was like, not my boyfriend's type. So there's that. And he's also quiet. So he's not really saying anything, but I know my man. So I knew that he was like, not into it. So then we go downstairs to smoke, which my boyfriend doesn't smoke. So he's also like, all of you guys are disgusting. So we're all downstairs, just chain smoking and drinking, whatever. And then he, then the guy, he was talking about how he's in the military. My boyfriend's a really big military. He's into that kind of stuff. So they're talking about the military. And then he basically kind of just comes out saying, yeah, that's where I fucked my first guy. My boyfriend was like, record scratch. <laughs> like, he's so confused. <laughs> At least he was honest about it. Exactly, which I was totally cool with. I was like, oh, wow, like, good for you, you know? My boyfriend was kind of like, oh, I didn't know that we were, like, bonding so you could fuck me. Like, he was definitely, like, I didn't, he, it, he it threw him through the loop, which is so funny because 
I just thought it was so funny because I think he was thinking, well, I'm not going to fuck his wife. But like then when that happened, he was like, oh, is this for me? Does he want to fuck me and my girl? And so he was definitely not into it. And then so we took their numbers and we went to bed. And so the next day, he, I was like, hey, did you have fun? Blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to be like, oh, you didn't get hurt, whatever. I was like, who cares? You had fun. I had a blast. All I need is attention and just talking to people about a million things. Like, that is my fun birthday anyway. So I had a blast. And then we went home. Everything was good. But the army guy, he put us into a group chat with me, my boyfriend, and his wife. And they were just like, hey, come down to, we have a pool house and this like dungeon room. And he sent like this video of it. You guys should come by, blah, blah, blah. My boyfriend's like, don't answer that. <laughs> uh. He did not, he, he was he didn't like it. He wasn't into it. So then, so then we just like really didn't talk. And then it kind of just fell off because obviously basically ignoring, but I'm like, I'm not an ignoring type of person. So I'm like, I'm going to answer, but I'm going to like be just just cordial and then just kind of curve that because I can't just be rude to people and just not reply. That's super fucked up. So, and it's, they sent pictures of themselves. That's, that's, it would be rude to not answer somebody's nude basically. Yeah. It's a, it's a bigger disc. They can think it's because of their pics or whatever. You don't want to ghost them. I think that's cool. Exactly. Exactly. So, so we kind of did that, but then slowly fell off, whatever. That was your last experience, though. You guys really haven't had. It's still a fun episode, okay? I like this episode. I mean, it's you're fucking hilarious to me, and you're at your trying out all your stuff is great because it's different right I mean I've been doing my show for nine years it's hard to find a unique episode at this point of even though every story is really unique you know yours is unique mm-hmm. in that you kind of just had this one kind of hookup you haven't been mm-hmm. back since you are about to get married but at some point after this you guys break up correct uh, yes so we were together for two years and basically like we had an anniversary and I th- and I feel like I just kind of make my boyfriend's life very easy so I feel like he didn't try that hard but also I'm kind of crazy so I'm just like hey we're shacking up together like where's my ring also like I'm almost gonna turn 30 you know how it is when a girl's about to turn there and I'm just like I need to be compensated for my time oh my god <laughs> and uh, <laughs> how old was your guy at this time 24 he's 24 yeah oh I, my know. God. <laughs> I know I know I know uh, have I know. you ever heard of crazy. have you ever heard of my marriage math Stacey, you obviously haven't. Well, I'll give you it. No, please tell okay. me. I'll give it to you at the end of the episode. I don't want to ruin your plans right now. Go on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so I was acting pretty crazy, but there's two reasons. One, I'm just like, listen, if we're not, if you're not ready to propose, I get it. But you need to like, we need to break up because I feel like I want to be a whore and I can't be that. <laughs> if Like I, I not be a whore because that's like kind of rude, but you know, I want to, I, I, I've, opened up like sexually in my life I feel I could have should have been doing this stuff and I was single and I didn't so like we can break up I'm totally okay with that because like tomorrow I'm gonna be outside as the kids say I just I want to go do these things that I've never done before and like now I'm like getting to the age where I'm just like I'm more comfortable with myself and my body and and I, 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 I grew up really religious so I was very like that's where the prudeness came from in the first place so I was like, I'm not there. I want to do some, do stuff. So when I broke up with him, we're still living together, obviously. And it wasn't like a real breakup because we were still living together. But wait, did you um, give him, did you break up or did you give no, him an ultimatum? Like either put a ring on it or I want to go out and fuck other people. Well, this is the thing. He did say that he was, when we were like breaking up, he did say, oh, like I, I'm going to propose to you sometime by the end of the year. Just relax. But for me, it was kind of like, because we had an anniversary and I felt like he, he, I, I told him one thing. I always want a card. 
it's not that difficult. He didn't give me a card. So that's kind of why I broke up with him. Oh my God. It's hilarious. Oh my God. You have, yeah. Like... <laughs> Listen, I 10 years from now, you're going to, when you guys have like five kids and careers, you're going to look back and be like, I can't believe I got in a fight about a fucking card. Let me ask you because, this. Kathy, hear me <laughs> out. I plan everything. I make this man's life so easy. All your only job is, is to be, do your man duties. And on holidays, you don't even have to plan anything. But a card would be nice. Guys, don't I mean, do shit like that. I'm going to tell you, when you guys get married, okay, all the cards that you're going to send to his parents for all their holidays and all the cards to his side of the family, you're going to do all of that. The woman does all of that. The guys don't. Single guys have never sent a card to anyone. You want to know why? Well. Because married men send cards. You want to know why? Because their wives do it. Guys don't send cards. But I get it. It's your love language, okay? It's your love language. You want a fucking card. He's got to learn to do it. You did break up with him because he didn't buy a card. So probably most likely he'll buy you a fucking card in the future. <laughs> yes. And it's funny that you that you say that, actually, because that is true. Right. But recently, I think it was his mom's birthday or something. I made him get his mom a card. Of but course. I didn't write that. I told him, hey, so you see that? That's okay, but you told him to, I don't care that you made him write it. You were the one that brought it up. You were the one that told him he had to do it, and he sent it because that's what girls do. Guys aren't thoughtful like that. It's not because they're fucking assholes. It's just they don't roll that way. That's not like their thing. So I know everyone has a love language, Uh, you know, cards from a guy, uh, you know, I don't know how long that's going to last for you, but hopefully you won't care that much three years from now because I, you know, it's (laughs) <laughs> well well you know what it is it, when his mom did get that letter she literally cried and you could tell that she liked me even more because she knew that i made her do that yes <laughs> that's what guys do i have like married guy friends and i have single guy friends my single guy friends have never sent me a fucking card they don't do things like they don't do it to their parents they don't do it for anyone in their family because they don't have a wife okay when a guy gets married he starts doing all that shit because his wife does it for him you will get your guy into cards because you will get him on it so go buy yourself your next 10 years of anniversary (laughs) cards and put it on his fucking side of the bed every day before your birthday make him write something nice in it and you'll get your fucking card okay that's the way you gotta roll it'll still be personal because it'll be what he wrote but you might have Mm -hmm. to buy the card for him Well, that's actually kind of how we ended up mending fences. But so when we did break up, so my first thought, honestly, was like, okay, if we're broken up, like I get to do live my life now. Now I can like. But you broke up with him for a card. I just need to know. Like everything was great in your relationship. Everything was fine. He's the guy of your dreams. You're kind of close to getting married to him. You plan an anniversary. He doesn't get you a card. So you literally break up with him just because of that. That was the only reason. Well, he doesn't get me a card. And. After we did this whole spa thing that I planned, I said, hey, let's go to dinner because what I like to do at every year anniversary is basically because I am kind of a little bit crazy. I kind of be like, here's our year in review. Let's go over some things in our relationship. What's working? What's not? Whatever. Right. And so um, I told him, hey, let's go to dinner. And he goes, let's go to Chipotle. <laughs> He's 24. That's where guys that are 24 go. (laughs) Let him fucking grow up before you're going to be taken to a fucking steakhouse. He's not. He's 24. Oh, my God. Well, Kathy, it made me angry. (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. I get it. I get it. You're too young to see that. You're too young to see it the way I see it. It's cute Mm -hmm. when everything. And I'm sure I was exactly like you at your age, but I'm just giving you some solid advice because if you're going to get married at this age and you're going to marry a fucking 24 year old guy, you said you're two months away from it. You're going to have to live in reality. Okay. I know. I know. I know. 
I know. I know. So yeah, if I he know. likes Chipotle <laughs> and you like Hillstone, make the reservations too. Take you book the spa and the restaurants. Okay, just pick it. Just do mm-hmm. that shit for him. He's well, a Chipotle guy. About... I mean, he's not going to do it for you. <laughs> I know, but wait till you hear. Okay, so. I, I hear that. So then, okay, so first of all, so that we break up, because honestly, I just kind of really wanted to, like, prove my point, which is obviously very manipulative and fucked up, but, you know, that's what we do. So, and then I was like, hey, if I'm, if you want me to be single right now, if you're not going to, like, basically beg for me and apologize on your knees for this, because obviously he was like, bro, it's not that serious, but I was like, it is. I'm like, I'm going to start going out, you know? So I started going out a little bit, but, like, I didn't, like, make out with anybody or whatever. But I was like, oh, my gosh, one of these hotel takeovers is happening again. I should go to it. So then I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so much fun. And this was my plan. And this is why I called you because I'm like, should I do it? Should I not? So I was just like, oh, my God, I really want to do this. But I didn't end up doing it because the day before it was the hotel takeover day. And mind you, my boyfriend had no idea that I had this planned or anything. I was just like, oh, this guy is just going to wake up and be like, where the hell is this girl? But the day before that, he bought me a card. (laughs) Oh, he got you back right in time. (laughs) Literally right in time because, I mean, I had no idea what was going to (laughs) happen. Oh, my God. Hilarious. So he got you the card and you went back to him. He got me the card, the flowers, and then I I forgave him. (laughs) And I strong-armed him. So let me tell you this, Kathy. So you're talking about planning and blah, 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 right? So I strong-armed him into telling me, because he said, oh, I was going to propose to you by the end of the year. I strong-armed him into telling me the date, because I'm crazy. And he told me the date, which is in November. And I, and I was like, oh, okay. And Kathy, it, it's a couple, there's some time until November. And I'm doing everything in my power to not plan it myself. I'm actively trying to not plan it myself to the point where I told him, all right, well, yeah, but what happened? No, day. no, no. But why are you trying not to plan it? What happens if because, he plans it and you're disappointed? Maybe you should fucking plan it yourself. Well, see, I mean, you might break up with him because he didn't buy the right color flowers. I don't know. You're like a little particular and you're hasty. Well, you, you act out of haste. I mean, uh, maybe you should put a little bit of yourself into the planning of it. Well, girl, I did. So what I did was, is I told him, hey, that's your day. I'm not going to stomp on whatever you have, but let's take the week off right after that. And then I planned a bunch of things. Let's go to Vegas. Let's do whatever. And I'm basically, depending on how good his proposal is, but I still want him to do it all on his own. But I'm going to be like, hey, when we go to Vegas, like we have all these beautiful places that we're going. If you want to propose like 10 times on the trip, I'm down for that as well. Okay. Could I just ask you a question? We're going to wrap it up in a good 10 minutes, but I, I love talking to you. You're hilarious. Thank this you. kind of stuff is fun for me to talk about. But do you have some sort of expectations of this proposal that have to be in place or you're going to be very upset? Well, you know what? No. Yes and no. I told him, one, I don't do restaurants. And then, two, I told him, you can pretty much do whatever you want as long as it's kind of like, it's you. The only thing that I really expect is one, not at a restaurant because I hate that for some reason. And two, I already told them the exact type of ring I want. So, I mean, it's got to be that ring. So besides and- that, everything else could roll. He, if he took you to a parking lot and got out of the car and gave you the ring that you wanted and didn't take you inside the restaurant like you would be happy. I just I think you I just think with you, 
you might have to be very specific. Just really think it through. Because I don't want you to ruin the poor fucking moment this guy concocts mm-hmm. up from you. He's 24. He's a guy. It might not be the I- engagement proposal of the century. Guys, mm-hmm. are, he doesn't sound like he's like thoughtful in that way. You are. You ha- And mm-hmm. that's great. You're going to make a great pair because you have that. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. So you might just want to give him a lot of information to make sure that you are happy and you don't ruin that fucking moment by being the Mm -hmm. little bitch that you could be sometimes. (laughs) Well, Kathy, that's a good question. I'm happy that you said that because if he proposed to me in a parking lot, I will not ruin the moment. I will definitely still say yes. But then after, once that day is over, then I'll tell him, hey, when we go to Vegas, we're going to be in a lot of beautiful spots. Supposed to be 10 times on the trip, figure out different ways. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. You please, can you please do me a favor and email me and tell me how he does it? I just want this poor guy is probably fucking sweating, Googling, like, how the fuck do I propose to this girl that has all these needs? <laughs> I know. And seriously, Kathy, he is like that. And the thing that I keep telling myself but, is don't help him. No, do no, no. But no, anything. but the fact, listen, I think the point is if he's, it, when you say he is like that, meaning he will go looking and try to figure it out as hard as he can. Is that what you're saying? Yes, but I think that no, he's but, just yeah, there's no like, but. There's no but. Yeah. That is what's the most important. That he tries. Yeah, exactly. That he wants exactly. to please you. If mm-hmm. he doesn't please you, that doesn't fucking matter. He's trying to. Sometimes he doesn't get it right, but it's not his intention is not I don't fucking mm-hmm. give a shit. He is intending to please you. But he likes Chipotle and he doesn't realize that that's going to fucking devastate you. You're going to have to learn some basic guy girl things because I'm going to explain you marriage math. And then I'm going to explain you a video that you need to go and listen to from this very famous divorce attorney called James Sexton. I'm like super obsessed with him. I think I'm going to ask him to be on my show. And you're going to listen to this before you take the fucking ring and get married at 29 years old. Okay, marriage math. I think is I saw this. it on YouTube, but continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. Soft white underbelly. Okay, listen. Yes. You need to listen to it. Okay, because he's gonna. He's as realistic as I am when it comes to fucking life. Okay, you're a little unrealistic. That's because you're twenty something years old. Okay, I don't know the shit I know now, but this is what I'm gonna just tell you. Marriage math is this. Take the age you're going to get married, which is 30, and then minus it by the age you think you're going to die at. And whatever it equals is the amount of years you're going to be stuck with the same person. I don't care that you're going to be fucking other people. This guy is probably going to forget a lot of cards, okay? So you might want to throw that expectation out the window and start to really learn how to figure out how to make it work. Because these little things that you get stuck on aren't really that important in the scheme of things. And marriage is a big thing to do. And you're marrying a guy that's super young. So try to ease up on your real expectations on him. Pull a little bit more weight maybe because you're the bossier one, the more aggressive one, the older one. When He sounds like a good guy. Just make sure you don't fuck it up by dumping him again for not getting you a card. I mean, that's like a little (laughs) cuckoo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you figure your shit Mm -hmm. out. Get a little bit more realistic about your expectations of him. He sounds like a great guy. I think you guys are well suited for each other. You're getting married super young. That works for plenty of people. But just Mm -hmm. get a little bit more information on how guys are, how girls are. Mm -hmm. Men are from Mars, women for Venus. It's very very important and it'll help you out Mm -hmm. because these little things can become very toxic in a Mm -hmm. marriage. Marriage is serious, okay? It's a serious thing. It's not a fucking joke. So if you're going to take that serious step 
you as a 29, 30-year-old woman with a 24-year-old guy, you know, get take it seriously and, and really decide, like, uh, maybe you want to rework your deal breakers and stuff because it should be a different kind of game when you're married. So that's all. I love yeah, your no, story. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. And, okay, so yes, I did break up with him for those reasons, but you have to give a guy the expectations, like you said, and then they, they'll they do it, you, but you have to kind of tell them, and which I understand, and I feel like I did tell him that I kind of want him to care about the four or five the times card. of the year. Yeah. yeah, but just to do something for the, those years, because I always plan everything, and I do anything, everything anyways. So that was kind of the thing. And, two, I was like, oh, I can be single? Because now I had this, like, sexual awakening. And I was like, okay, well, sir, are you sure you're ready for this? Because I'm going to be gone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to have your sexual awakening with him because you guys are rolling together that way, which is super important. And you do need, I think, a little bit in sticking up for you in this thing with the cards because I've been sticking up for him a lot and seeing his point more. What you need to explain to him, because like my love language is gifts, right? And Mm -hmm. I, like as a child, I would count the gifts, how many gifts they gave my brother and my sister. And if they gave them more, I'd be (laughs) like, you love them more than me. If I was like with a guy and he didn't spend a lot of money or he didn't give me the most thoughtful gift, I'd be like, oh, my God, you don't like me. And it's not about materialistic stuff. It's just that's the way I express my love for somebody else. I'm like the best fucking gift giver. I am so Mm -hmm. thoughtful. Everyone knows me to be the best at that. So therefore, I expect it back. But what I've realized is that other people don't roll that way. But that doesn't mean that your guy should just totally not have to give you your love language. What you need to explain to him, like, listen, like this Mm -hmm. is something that just it it doesn't make sense, probably not to you because it's not your love language but it's mine it kind of makes me feel like if you don't do this that you don't love me and it maybe sounds crazy but this is just the way I roll and just like really explain it for what it was because when you're just explaining like you didn't get me a fucking card you just sound like a bitch but if you really explain the reasoning that that's just your thing and really give him that information and remind him of it and help him out a little bit he'll understand Mm -hmm. more you know what I mean Mm mm-hmm Yeah, no, I I 100% agree. And I think that like when I do talk to him tonight, I'll probably just tell him, hey, I I know that you're probably thinking about what you're going to do to propose and you probably like analysis by paralysis and you're thinking what's going to make her happy and you know how she's not going to like kill me or hate me forever or break up with me. I know, but I know that was my mistake, but I'm going to say, hey, listen, one, you can do whatever you want and whatever you do, I will be happy with. Because I don't want to tell him yet that when when he does finish it, that if he can also do it 10 more times when we go to Vegas, <laughs> because I want to tell him that after because then I feel like he won't put um, enough thought into the to the actual day. Uh, just and tell him, him just, to just end at that. OK, just end at that. Just yeah. tell him, like, I will be happy no matter which I'll way you do it. I'll be happy with anything. Right. Exactly. And you know, it's funny. too. Wait, because... No, no, no. But listen. And then if you're not. Yeah. Don't tell him right away, well, listen, when we get to Vegas, you're going to have to make it up to me. You know, when you're in Vegas, say, hey, can you do it this way? Because it would be so much fun. Don't let him know that he mm-hmm, failed true. because that might not be good for his love language. Do you know what I'm saying? True. You might That's emasculate him by doing that, you know? That's- so get your 10 times payback without him knowing that he's paying you back for a failed fucking engagement, okay? That is a great point. Okay, so let's I 100% end on that. agree. End on that. Okay. okay. Keep me posted. I'm dying to know. I loved talking to you. We're like over an hour and five minutes. You had one fucking threesome that wasn't even good, but it was a long episode and I love it. It was so much fun to talk to you. 
Thank you. It was fun to talk to you as well. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in and telling your story. I loved it. If you want yes, to and thank you for, for having your podcast in the first place without your podcast, I promise I would have never even become a person sexually. Honestly, I was like, so vanilla, always vanilla. I, I didn't even, oh my gosh, I can't even explain to you how vanilla my life was before I started listening to your podcast. I love that. Listen, as long as you're doing it responsibly and, you know, you're with your guy and uh, you're doing it Mm -hmm. with a good head on your shoulders, I'm glad that I opened you up to being, uh, you know, two parts of yourself that you didn't even know were there. And go listen Mm -hmm. to that lawyer guy I told you, James Sexton. Go listen to Mm -hmm. his divorcing because he's not just talking about how to have a fucking divorce. He's talking about Mm -hmm. how to stay married, how to stay Mm -hmm. in love, what to do, what not Mm -hmm. to fucking do. And he learns from people who have failed. So he's got so much good information. You're going to fucking die when you listen to his episode. Go listen to that too. And thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. And if you want to send in an anonymous like hot pick of yourself and that ass that you talked about, send it to me and I'll put it on my Patreon. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. I really do appreciate speaking to you and I'm going to listen to that right now. Oh my God. Go. You're going to love it. I loved you, Stacey. This was so much fun. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.